Hey guys, welcome back to the Entrepreneur Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Bridget Rooks, recording live in the Creative Vibe Studios. As you know, this podcast is dedicated to aspiring yet struggling entrepreneurs who are looking to make lifestyle changes in order to build, manage, and create a stable and successful business. I know you've heard this saying before, never despise the day of small beginnings. So let me tell you, I can't even count how many times I've reminded myself of this very quote. This episode is dedicated to one simple word. It's called recognize. Recognize is the fifth step in the seven step formula for manifesting your dreams. And I can't wait to let you know how important it is for you to recognize where you are. And even if it is a day of small beginnings, you're not always going to be in that position. So jump in my mental time machine. I'm going to take you back to 2017 and talk to you about some of the best practices that I did when I was starting my business. And I had to recognize that this is just the beginning. So here we go. But before we get started, I want to remind you that changing habits and creating routines is a game changer. So I have to share this great resource with you. Available right now is the full Mindset Makeover online training course, as well as the 90-day Mindset Makeover journal. These tools were designed to help prepare you mentally for becoming a successful entrepreneur. As you know, there's much more to being successful in your niche than simply having a genius idea. So after this episode, head on over to the Creative Vibe Studios, where we always start with the mindset first and start changing your lifestyle today. Okay, so put on your safety belt. Safety belt? Listen, I don't know where that just came from. Like, I guess I'm thinking about a flashback. Put on your seat belts, hold on tight, grab a grab your favorite security blanket, whatever makes you feel comfortable, and get ready for this adventure. I'm going to take you back to 2017 when I was really in the midst of having this complete download of information, strategy, and planning. And I can't even tell you where it really came from, but it was just perfect timing. So before we do that, before we jump in this time machine and go back to 2017, let's take a quick recap, right? So you've had this big epiphany. You, it hits you, you're running crazy, trying to develop it, and you're ready to do all the things to make it work because you believe in this dream. Your epiphany is what you believe in and you're ready to get started. Now, as soon as you start taking action, (laughs) everyone around you goes crazy, right? Your family's going crazy, your workplace is going crazy, your surroundings, all the conversations, everything is hitting you because your focus is on developing your business or bringing this big idea to life. And if you start talking about it, sometimes you sound a little crazy, right? So being able to manage through the insanity and just embrace your epiphany is hard. So that's why it's very important to exhale and breathe, right? We are learning to manage not only today, because listen, we haven't even got into the time machine yet. We're talking about today, learning to exhale and breathe and manage through the insanity is just a practice that you have to make a part of your lifestyle anyway, right? Now, on top of all that, we're going to take a walk on the wild side and start saying yes to the big scary thing. (laughs) 
<laughs> I know it's so much, but in order to make change in your life, in order to see progress and to go above and beyond your expectations, you have to step outside your comfort zone and you have to start doing things that you haven't done before. In order to do things that you haven't done before, you have to take action. And this really important part of the seven step formula is taking action each week, each day, each month to recognize where you are in the process. Okay. Recognize is step five in the seven step formula for manifesting your dreams. And right now I'm going to have you put your safety belt on <laughs> again and jump on in this time machine so that we can go back to 2017. Now, I know if you're working on your business, you're probably looking around thinking, I've been doing all the things right, everything is coming together, but nothing is changing, right? It's so easy to get caught up in your surroundings and what is actually legit your reality. So with that being said, what you have to do is recognize the small things, which is the progress that you've made from week to week, from month to month, from that moment that epiphany hits you and where you are in the process now. So if the epiphany hits you and you haven't done any work, then you're still there in the insanity because you're not even ready to breathe or say yes, because you're still just letting all of that sink in. And it's very important to know where you are in the process. Now recognize at this level is recognizing where you have come from and all the work that you've put in and accepting that even the little bit of task something as simple as creating a Facebook page, something as simple as purchasing your domain name, something as simple as learning how to use your microphone so that you can record video, however, and whatever accomplishments that you are achieving, be it small or humongous, it's time to recognize that that's an achievement and celebrate that moment. We spend so much time seeing the big picture and seeing how things are coming together that we forget that each and every step of the way, we have to take a moment to give ourselves a little bit of credit, give ourselves a little bit of praise for overcoming hurdles, for bouncing back from setbacks, from allowing people to help us, right? Sometimes it's hard to ask for help. And if you've asked for help, you need to recognize that you did a big scary thing. You said, yes, you can help me. Yes, I need your help. And that's a huge deal. So when you start to feel overwhelmed or disappointment sinking in, it's very, very important to take a moment, take a breath, exhale, right? And jump back in the game, celebrate the wins. And also this may sound crazy. You have to celebrate your setbacks because every time you have a setback, it's actually giving you a moment to take a better decision, to make a better decision and do it different. Because clearly that something was a little bit off and it caused you to need to repeat it or reevaluate or reconstruct, whatever it is, it just needs to be done again. And you have to own that. And sometimes it's not your fault and that's okay. There's other lessons to be learned when you have setbacks. So make sure that you're recognizing what you can do better and celebrating the fact that you can do better and you're dedicated to doing better. It's very important. A lot of times we get down on ourselves. We feel defeated. We feel disappointed. People might be, you know, judging or saying unnecessary negative comments. 
you have to block that out. That's the insanity. You know how to do that now. So it's very important for you to be aware of where you are and breathing through all of that. Recognize where you are. Recognize how amazing you are. Recognize the wonderful things that are going to happen as soon as you complete all of the things on your list. As soon as you get closer to completing your project, right? Take each moment for what it's worth and celebrate and recognize you could have been doing something else, but you spent your time developing your business. You spent your time working on your, on your product, fine tuning your content, talking and getting expert level help on the things that you need a little bit of knowledge on, right? Recognize that you're doing great things and celebrate yourself. It's very important that you do not lose track of the positive momentum that it gives you when you celebrate where you are in the process and recognize your achievements, right? So here we go in a time machine back to 2017. Let me tell you, my daughter and I had to downsize twice, right? Downsize meaning when I first was back in Atlanta and had this really nice townhouse, you know, three bedroom, two and a half bath, two story, just really nice. Plenty of space for us. Just beautiful. Decided to quit my job. Yay, smarty. Smarty pants here. That was me. <laughs> quit my job and thought that I was just going to be able to bounce back and get a job in marketing and start living my dream. Not the case, right? Very difficult to transition from corporate America retail merchandising into a marketing position for design and all of the things that I was trying to do. Didn't happen. Took several, several years for me to figure that out. So back into retail, I went back into retail at a part-time position, right? Part-time retail, non-management means no money. <laughs> I was making a really great salary to be able to afford the lifestyle that I was living. But by making that decision to quit the job, I had to downsize. So we moved to a smaller condo. Now, that was the first time. So we stayed in the condo for several years, maybe two or three, while my daughter was finishing up high school and had to downsize again because things just were not coming together. It's a struggle. And each part of the, the way I tried to recognize what I was doing and what I needed to do, which the focus at that point was to just maintain my household, to make enough money to survive, which is hard when you are fighting back and forth. How can I live my dream? How can I live life on purpose? And how can I pay these bills? It's scary, especially if you are a single person and you don't have anyone in your life or in your direct connection to help you financially. You know, my parents, which I'm so grateful for, were always willing to help, but it's hard because you don't want to be a burden. So if you're feeling that way, recognize where you are, embrace that time, and understand that you are in transition. Transition just means that you are temporarily in a, in a place and you are going to evolve and grow into the next phase shortly. And accepting that was really easy for me because when we had to downsize again to a small two-bedroom apartment, we still had two bathrooms, which is a plus and a necessity for me, but it was very small. 
kind of dirty in a really not great neighborhood, but I had to make it the best I could. And I have to really admit to you guys that being in that particular space was where my business developed. I built the foundation for my business in that space that I didn't want to be in, that I didn't want anybody to come to, that I was rightfully just shamed for. You know, I felt much shame for where I lived and being, you know, not being able to provide. And it was really rough. But I made a house a home for my daughter. We had happy times there. I worked night and day to develop everything I could in order to get to where we are today. Now, in that apartment, I turned my dining room into an office. I made it an, a wonderful working space for me to get up and go to every single day. I wasn't working. The part-time job I had was not paying enough, so I definitely had two or three clients that were kind of iffy, you know, went through a really hard time where I was working for a client that wasn't paying me. You know, everybody was going through hard times and trying to figure things out. And learning to be a team player when you're trying to pay your bills is a difficult, difficult task. But what I recognized by doing that is that I learned structure, I learned patience, I learned communication, I learned how to hold people accountable, I learned how to sell because I had to sell my products and my services to other people during that time, even while I was trying to be dedicated to that client, right? It's hard work. And it's very important that in the midst of all that, I turned that space into a very small office. I took everything off the walls. I think I had a mirror, like a big mirror on the wall. That was probably the only thing that was there. But I went to the grocery store and I got black poster board. I bought a pack of printer paper and then a bunch of post-its, all kinds of colors, a bunch of markers so that I can really identify everything I need to do. I put, I ordered everything. I actually would get up and just dump everything out of my brain onto all of these panels on my wall. It was the best and most like fulfilling time, even though I did, I was in a space that I didn't want to be in, but I had to recognize that every single day I must get up. I must go to work. I must achieve my goals. And every single week I checked off the list where I was and I celebrated. If I had five new followers on Instagram, yay celebration. If I got a response from an email, yay celebration. If someone called me and I was able to book just, even if it was just to do one design and not even an, an ongoing a contract, yay, celebrate. Small things equal to big things. And if you do it, do it very, very well, guess what? You will be blessed with bigger things. And that was one of the things I really talked to myself a lot about during that time is that if you are capable of managing something really easy and simple and small, guess what? You will be able to succeed an abundance when you are gifted and blessed with something really big. Do your best to manage where you are and fulfill all of your tasks. Be efficient, check things off the list, and make sure that you are spending your time wisely, right? Not being distracted by defeat and, oh, look at my space. I wish I had this. How am I going to make that? Come up with a plan and take action. It's very important. 
So in 2017, I turned that dining room into an office space. It was called Creative Vibe Studios. And I believe that that's where I was. I said that's where I was working. I tagged it on every post. I still do the same thing because it is. And that I didn't need to say, oh, one day when I get an office space. No, I turned my dining room into an office. I had my printer, like all the things, like set up. Everything was in its place so that when I was at work, I was at work and it was legit. I recognized where I was and I made the most of what I had and I loved it, right? It was not where I wanted to be. When I looked around, when I walked outside my, my apartment, I was easily distracted and easily depressed most of the time. But when I went to work every single day for 15 hours, 16 hours, and was up all night because I had insomnia and couldn't sleep because I was just completely overwhelmed with all the things that I needed to do, I was able to get there. I was able to get all of the information out of my head and onto the walls so I could create online courses. I was able to create my packages. I was able to create social media marketing campaigns. All of these things and the strategy for planning that is what I do now for my clients. And because I was diligent and I took the time to do it for myself, now I can do it for others. So don't ever, ever worry about if you're doing what you need to do as long as you are setting goals and working to achieve those goals each week and recognizing from day to day, from week to week, to month to month, how far you have moved the needle closer to completing that project, to launching your website, to going live for the first time on Facebook, to having your first Zoom meeting, to selling and closing the deal and being able to service your first client. It's very important because all of these little things that think you might think are super annoying and super time consuming, you have to do it. And when you sit down to do it, recognize that this is part of the process and this is what I need to do, right? It's very important. So we're going to fast forward back to 2020, the year of craziness. <laughs> we're just going to call 2020 insanity because that is exactly what it is. But here in 2020, we are going to talk about five quick steps that will help you stay focused and remind you to celebrate your progress each month. Number one is be proactive and do not procrastinate, okay? Very, very important. Procrastination, you can tell yourself all day that you're not procrastinating, but if you are not performing and you're not producing, you're procrastinating. So just know it, accept it, and move on. Recognize, right? Recognize that you are a procrastinator and keep it moving. So the first thing you need to do is form a habit each month and add it to your calendar. The habit will be, at the end of the month, I'm going to set my goals for the next month. I'm going to review my achievements and celebrate the wins. Simple. Put it on your calendar. It doesn't have to be a Saturday or a Sunday. You can put it on your calendar for Mondays. The last Monday of the month, start thinking about your success and start planning for the next month and putting those, the action plan in place. Step two is see the big picture and then break down the pieces. So you go month to month, you take your goals that you achieved from the previous month and you celebrate those wins, analyze those setbacks, and then start planning for the next month. If there's something you didn't get to, don't be defeated, move it to the next month. 
there's still another day. There's still more time. Move it to the next month. Come up with a plan of action. Prioritize each item so that it makes sense, so that you can hold yourself accountable and it's actually doable. So don't overshoot and then be disappointed because you planned way too much that you just knew you couldn't do, right? It's great to be ambitious, but be smart, right? See the big picture and break down the pieces. Step number three is technology is your friend. (laughs) Technology is your friend. Do not be afraid to use technology. If you have a notebook, use that notebook to put the information in if you need to write pen to paper, but also put it on your digital calendar. Use your laptop, your iPhone, your your Android, whatever it is, use your, use your technology to help you. Cause you can use voice to text. If you're in the car, if you're working, you just need to jot down a thought, use technology to help remind you of what you need to do each day, right? A great best practice is using your calendar to create a notification that will remind you, Hey, at two o'clock, it's time to start working on X, Y, and Z project. Even if it's 15 minutes to your goal is to call Miss Smith and ask her about X, Y, and Z. If you set a notification, you get a reminder, you're checking that box for your goals and you can celebrate that win because you've gotten the information and you're taking it and putting it into action for whatever that need is. And then you can recognize that you did that and celebrate. It's little things like, yes, I got in, t- and got in touch with Miss Smith. She was able to confirm that blah, 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 whatever. Get organized, set notifications so that you can stay on track. Step number four is do a weekly and a weekly status check and a reality check. Make sure that you're paying attention in the middle of the week where you are on your goals so that you won't get caught off guard. And then all of a sudden it's Friday and you didn't do half the things that you need to do. Now, if you realize that your week has run astray and you're not going to get anything done, it's okay. Recognize where you are in the process, reassign those goals for the next week and do what you can. Even if it's just one thing, pick that one thing, sign it to a time and a date, Do that action and move the rest of those things that you're not going to accomplish to the next month. Reality check, right? Stay on top of where you are by recognizing and being humble enough to say, I'm not going to get this done this week. And don't beat yourself up about it. It's okay. There's always tomorrow. The last number step is number five. Analyze your results. We talked about this month to month, week to week, day to day. Analyze your results and understand If you're working full time and you're trying to start your business and you have a family, you might not have enough time to get all the things done and it's okay, but analyze your results and set your goals accordingly and be able to celebrate where you are in the process by recognizing where you have come and how far you have come and what you have achieved. Simple. I think sometimes we put too much pressure on ourselves to be perfect and we're never going to be perfect. Things are going to happen. You're always going to get twists and turns in your, your plans and it's okay. Be proactive enough to come up with a new plan and take action on the next steps. And this is what recognizing where you are means. You have to understand that 
today is just a day. I am one person and I can do the most that I can. And I'm going to celebrate what I have achieved because tomorrow I'm going to start again and start your day again. Every single day is an opportunity for you to be great, to prove yourself that you can do it because you were born to be and do great things. And I want to remind you that every step of this manifesting your dreams is very important because it's changing your thought process from habits to lifestyle. You have to incorporate each step of the way with everything that you're doing. The way you think, the way you move, the way you plan, the way you communicate. This is what being the CEO of your life is. And I am so excited that you are taking time to recognize and celebrate your wins. Till next time. Hey friends, you're still here. I appreciate you sticking around all the way to the end of this podcast. Please remember to like, share, comment, leave me a message. I want to know what you're thinking. I want to know what you're working on. Share with me so that we can continue to grow together. Listen, you were born to be and do great things. And it's very important that you wake up every single day and go be great. See you next week. Thank you.